defense coordinator of North Dakota State. That is Matt Entz. We're going to keep Craig Maddock around the corner here throughout the hour. Again, Chase Miller filling in for Jack Michaels on the Jack Michaels Show. Josh Julia is our executive producer. But let's bring in now on our Herbert and Gerberts fan line, that is NDSU defense coordinator Matt Entz. And, Coach, before we talk about fall camp and everything, how was the summer? Were you able to get to the lake, maybe hit a few rounds of mini golf or actually get on the golf course this summer, uh, Matt? I was. I was. I uh, we, we, we did all the above. And uh, uh, had to watch a lot of baseball. Both my boys are, are active in baseball, so I, I bet my wife and I have quite a few innings under our belt this summer as well. But it was a good summer, and uh, excited to be back in the office and getting uh, getting excited to get going here this weekend. It is crazy to think that fall camp is right around the corner and back-to-back years for your team playing in the FCS kickoff. Last year you went to Missoula. This year you're hosting Charleston Southern. Uh, what do you think that this year, part two, kind of going into early fall camp before you're playing your first game, even before September the 1st. What do you think you guys learned in, in year one last year going out to Missoula and now as you kind of prep for this year as you're hosting uh, the FCS kickoff? Well, I, you know, I think uh, we're going to play another great football team. Uh, it's what we've seen on film. Uh, Charleston Southern plays an outstanding league, had an outstanding year last year and has a, a ton of talent coming back and, uh, uh, they're going to cause us uh, plenty of issues uh, with what they do offensively. They got a great scheme and, and they do a, a good job at it. And uh, uh, I think things that we've learned, um, you know, from last year is, is every day has to matter. You know, our preparation has to uh, be at, at its peak uh, throughout fall camp. Uh, we can't take days off. Uh, we just we just don't have that uh, luxury of being able to do that. Uh, we do have a, a number of kids returning, uh, but the challenge will be. Uh, to get those kids to continue to get better as we move forward through the you know, 29 practices or so prior to Charleston Southern. And now one of the themes that we've heard for the last couple of seasons since uh, Chris Kleiman's been the head coach is, you know, we always ask, how do you keep winning championships? And he always says, our kids stay humble and our kids stay hungry. Uh, when you talk about those two words to your defense in terms of staying humble, hungry, uh, code green, what are some of those themes and, and how do you make sure as it goes from fall camp throughout the season that they continue to make sure that, that they know it's one week at a time because anytime we know on a Saturday or any given day for that matter, anybody can be beat. So what's the big message that you're going to be preaching to to your guys come fall camp, Coach? Well, well I think the first thing you know is, is, is we take it one day at a time. We take it one game at a time, never looking – into the future, uh, you know, our, uh, the, the biggest game of the week is the next one. And so uh, I think our kids do a great job of, of, of avoiding the noise, if you will, uh, the media, uh, the fans, uh, uh, everyone that wants to get excited about what might happen. We've we got to take care of what is happening at that current moment. Um, it does help that we're going to have a little bit more of a, a mature team this year. Um, so I think we can challenge them a little bit. There was things last year that we we, we may not have performed to uh, our expectations. Um, we talked about those in spring ball. We'll continue to talk about those and, and make those an emphasis as we move forward in the fall. Um, and then the big towns will be, you know, we, we have some seniors, we have some guys that have played, and we're going to, you know, we're going to challenge them. To, it's not about learning what we're doing defensively. Now it's about, you know, really getting after the details of the defense. And, and so you can be the very best football player. If, if you're a freshman, you're just trying to learn what's going on and get an idea of where I'm getting lined up at. If you're a senior, boy, I mean, what we're talking about, the littlest of detail now becomes a big deal. And, you know, we've got to challenge those guys to continue to be better, be better leaders um, on the football field. And I, I think if we can convey those things right off the bat in fall camp, uh, and, and I know our kids have worked hard this summer. Our kids will be hungry and ready to go. 
as we move forward and, and, and approach that first game. NDSU defense coordinator Matt Entz with us here on the Jack Michael Show. Chase Miller filling in for Jack. And you mentioned some of the experience coming back. Your three top-leaning tacklers from last season are back in your defensive backfield. Maybe they're in the front seven or even in that linebacker spot as well. Nick DeLuca, MJ Stump, and Robbie Grimsley. What does it mean to have those guys specifically, uh, Coach, coming back this year and kind of, as you said, making that next step up in terms of you know knowing the defense but then really trying to maybe learn some other things as they continue to progress with this NDSU co-green D? Well, it, it, it's going to be huge. You know, the leadership those guys will provide uh, as we move forward. Uh, you know, Robbie is, is ahead of the curve being a, a true freshman in 2015 and, and getting all those reps. Uh, you know, we hope Robbie can, can uh, take off from where he left off of uh, in spring and continue to get better. You know, we talk about MJ, Nick, even so Pierre in there, uh, G. Tucker, uh, guys who, yeah, guys trying to get you to learn the, the the finer points uh, of the defense and the little things that could, you know, uh, have a have huge impact on what we're doing this season. And so, uh, definitely huge to have that leadership, that game experience. Uh, but at the same time, you know, you, you talked about three or four names, but you know, we got seven, eight guys mm-hmm. who are coming back who mm-hmm. have uh, a lot of playing experience. And, and I'm gonna, you know, kind of put that expectation on all of them. Uh, you know, it's it's not like last year where it was a lot of unknowns. Now we know what's in the room. And we're going to challenge each and every one of you to continue to get better personally and schematically. Yeah, and you talk about one of the guys in the front four, Greg Menard. <laughs> I know yep. there's I know there's a lot of quarterbacks that are probably going to be having nightmares of Greg Menard in terms of what he's able to do, not just in the pass game, but also the rush game as well. And when you start taking a look at uh, this year's team, um, what kind of made, I guess, last year's team, uh, we'll go back, gel? Because the first couple games of the season, uh, Montana, then, then you kind of got things going at home, got the crowd back into it. Uh, one or two games where you and I kind of put a little bit of points on your defense, but that's just just a good old-fashioned college football rivalry game. Then the last five games of the year, you only give up 36 points, and that's about seven points per game. Uh, yep. What what did what just clicked for your D during the last five games, would you say, Matt? Well, I think just uh, it, it, we got to a point where we had played together enough. We started to feel comfortable. Um, uh, we just needed all those reps, and we needed those live reps. I mean, it's great to get reps in practice and, and – and and uh, you never want to sacrifice reps in practice, but ultimately, as you know, I mean it's 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 the reps in the game that are ultimately going to matter. And the more and more reps kids play, the more and more comfortable they feel. Um, we we may try to narrow some things down so our kids could just continue to play fast, uh, especially in those probably last six seven games of the season after the South Dakota game, and uh, and it worked off, and our kids bought in, and and, and they were. Unbelievably excited about where we were going, and, and and I think they knew there was a chance that we could do something special here in these last seven games, and, and they really came together. I've never, I said it last year, never been around a, a group of, of eighteen to twenty-two year olds that said we're going to get better for fifteen games, and 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 that'll be the challenge this year. Is those same a lot of those same kids, you know, do they have it in them to continue to get better? And as you start taking a look at some of the concerns, obviously what a lot of people are going to say, Jordan Champion and C.J. Smith on the corners are gone. So who's up next, and would you say, in the secondary to kind of be the next C.J. Smith and Jordan Champion of the world, would you say, Coach? Well, you know, you know our fans saw a lot of Jalen Allison last year. I mean, C.J. was out two games last year, and Jalen uh, played a ton of football. Uh, every time we were in nickel, uh, Jalen was in the game. I uh, feel very comfortable with Jalen out there as a corner, and I think he's only going to get better because, again, you know, last year was only his red, redshirt freshman year. So, um, 
a very talented, very explosive player, great speed. Um, and so we look for big things. You know, the other corner position, uh, Dakota Reed, Dom Davis, Jalen Wimbush. Uh, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a list of, of, of guys that are going to compete in camp. And, and that's one of the great things about our camp here at NDSU is uh, we go into it and, and, and everyone has to compete. Everyone's got to produce and everyone's got to, uh, you know, do their job on the football field uh, if they want to get some playing time. And so, um, you know, that, that other position's up in the air a little bit yet, but I think we have, uh, we may not have the CJs and the Jordans, but I think as a group, we have a chance to have some really good depth at that position. And you kind of made mention of what I was going to ask next here, Coach. Again, defense coordinator Matt Entz of North Dakota State with us here on our Herbert and Gerberts uh, fan line here on 740 The Fan on the Jack Michaels Show. Why does it seem, and it's been for a number of years now where NDSU has made their title run, whether it's offense or defense, the next guy up more times than not has hit it out of the park or has been a nice stopgap in terms of you don't even notice it's the number two or number three on the depth chart that's maybe filling in for Grant Olson when he went out for injury or when somebody you know had to come out of the game whether it's for one rep or one game or maybe multiple games what would you say the reason is that why why what goes into that at NDSU that maybe it hasn't stuck at other camps and other colleges around the country would you say Matt well I think first is one how we how our preparation is second to none and and uh, uh, I, I think we we give ample reps to all our players with the understanding that at any moment, you, you might be called upon the special teams, offense or defense, and so you have to have a good understanding of what's going, what's going on on the football field, and, and what our game plan is for each and every week. Uh, and so, I think just how we approach the game, how we how we prepare, meeting time, practice time, um, our players off the field, away from the offices, away from the football field, the amount of film and things that they they look at on their own because it, it becomes important. I think ultimately you know, why players are able to, to step in when their name's called upon is because the program's bigger than any, any one of them. And our kids believe in that from day one. It's, it's all about the bison. It's all about protecting um, the team. And, you know, so everyone prepares with their due diligence each and every week. And that's a 100% right there again, defense coordinator Matt Entz. Matt, one or two more questions before I let you go. A challenging non-conference schedule this year, a couple home games. Again, the FCS kickoff on Saturday, August the 27th against Charleston Southern. And then you're going to be going up against Eastern Washington for Bison fans. They've all wanted a crack at Eastern Washington since was it a fumble, wasn't it a fumble at the Red Turf, and that's going to be on Saturday, September the 10th. And then it's the Hawkeyes and the Big Ten, uh, September the 17th. Just one or two uh, words on on the challenging of the non-conference schedule before we get into Missouri Valley football play. Uh, really three teams that might bring three different styles of looks, both offensively and defensively, to your club. No question. No question. Charles Southern, a little bit more of an option mentality, uh, philosophy offensively. Uh, is going to cause us issues, and we got to have a great fall camp as we prepare for them. Uh, Eastern Washington uh, has a young man, wide receiver Cooper Cup, uh, that is uh, uh, unbelievable wide receiver. They move him all over the field. We're going to have to know where he's at, but at the same time, they're a talented team, and, and uh, they're going to have other quality football players out there. You know, traditionally a playoff team, uh, a team that makes a run and, and, and does very well in the big sky. Uh, and of course, then you know, when you're playing Iowa, uh, a team that uh, for the majority of the year last year was in the, you know, when people were talking about college football playoffs, they were they were one of the names that popped up. And so um, that, that's going to be a, a huge day down at Kinnick Stadium. 
Uh, our kids always get excited when we have the opportunity to play an FBS team, and I know this will be uh, just like like normal. Um, but you know that game might be played between the hashes with both these teams wanting to run the football. So it, it'll be a huge contest for for our kids up front, uh, our front seven. And uh, um, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna give them heck, and we're gonna go into it. Uh, uh, we're excited about where we're at, and, and it is a tough uh, non-conference season by no uh, for, by no means. Last question for you here, Matt. I know there's a lot of people that are ready to tailgate, have some fun, but what's the one thing when you know when, when you're able to take your headset off for a second as you maybe head on down to locker room for halftime adjustments, or maybe you're talking with a fellow uh, assistant coach or coaching staff? What's one or two things that, that just gets you ready for game day at the Fargodome? Is it the noise? Is it just the atmosphere? Is it all of the above? I mean, what makes the Fargodome so unique compared to some other places you go across the country? Well, you know. You got. You always got to talk about the noise. Uh, second to none. Uh, unbelievable atmosphere. Um, you know, and, and, and we have to practice with it. Uh, you know, quite often throughout fall camp, quite often during the week, trying to emulate just what it's like on third down for our kids. And and, and you know, to be honest, during the playoffs, it's not just third down; it's every down. Mm-hmm. It is is unbelievably loud. And so, uh, our kids have to become, uh, you know, adept at hand signals. You know. Uh, communication becomes really key. Not only, you know, uh, does the does the noise influence the offense, but uh, it forces us to be on our toes and, and be at our best communication-wise. Um, you know, this is going to sound silly, but when I know it's game day, when I come in here on Saturday morning and I'm an early, I get in here early, is, is when I can smell the roasted almonds <laughs> being cooked inside the, inside the dome. Uh, that's just one of those smells that every time I smell it, you know, even if it's during the off season and, and there's another event going on here, boy, it brings just my thoughts immediately go game day. It's game day, you know. And so it's funny how you put smells even with uh, uh, with the dome. But it is an unbelievable atmosphere. I think when the lights go out, probably another one of those. You know, I know a lot of recruits talk about when the lights mm-hmm. go out and the mm-hmm. countdown, you know, prior to uh, uh, to our team coming out of the coming out of the helmet uh that is still you know two years in uh still get you know goosebumps on my arms uh chills down the spine uh unbelievable place and so uh Hopefully we can keep that crowd uh, loud and, and raucous throughout 2016. I like how you said the roasted almonds because I was going to kind of go the same direction. Those <laughs> the, that big one pound jumbo bag. Oh, it won't last you the whole game, but you wanted to. Oh, I just can't wait. Now, Matt, as always, thank you so much for your time. Much appreciated, and good luck as you guys get gearing up uh, coming up next week on Monday. All right, appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. That is again NDSU defensive coordinator Matt Entz with us here on 740 The Fan on the Jack Michael Show.